Adult with Tea Podcast is a platform where we learn to navigate adulthood through the lens of faith and honest conversation. I'm your host T. Follow the journey and join the conversation. Welcome back to the Adulting with Tea podcast. With this episode, I have a special guest. Um, before I introduce her, I've been listening to her podcast for a minute, a hot minute. Um, these are this is one of the podcasters that has kind of inspired my own journey to create my own podcast and jump into the scene um, from a personal development perspective. As to why we're talking about personal development on this episode um, if you haven't listened to her yet after this episode go check out her podcast um, would you like to introduce yourself to the people hello everybody <laughs> um, I'm Lou Oni and I'm a podcast enthusiast podcast host um, someone that's passionate about self-growth um, I'm also a surgical nurse working in London as well so yeah, I'm happy to be here and thank you for inviting me on. No problem at all. Um, so Lou, the first thing we're going to talk about is personal development, but what that looks for us, what that has looked for us um, from a practical perspective. Um, so, okay, you're a nurse, you're working in the NHS, maybe first from a kind of more professional side, What things have you had to do? What has the journey of personal development looked like for you up to this point? Um, I think in my career, something that's always been uh, a theme that's always followed me throughout my journey so far is personal development in terms of um, being able to work on the things and skills you need to advance in your career. So even like, for example, as a student nurse, we had like competencies and skills we needed to work on and things and like reflections we need to do anyway as a student nurse that would enable us into our practice as registered nurses and even now still qualified I haven't been qualified for that long but I'm still even doing um, a preceptorship with which actually enables me to work on my personal development in terms of growing as a um, newly qualified nurse into a more experienced nurse and basically just knowing what I'm doing and having the confidence um, and the support and the feedback that I need in my practice Um, so yeah that's really been um, for me the journey with work because it's been quite I say it's been quite structured in terms of like you know having an actual um, an actual program that I follow, you know, to help me refine my skills and my values and behaviors. Um, but at the same time, because of everything going on, I would say it's been quite difficult to um, to have time with my preceptor in terms of like the person that actually is supposed to support me, support me in my role and to have time to um, work on the things I need to work on. So like the skills I need to do. So like, um, um, IV, med- IV medicine administration, um, um, venipuncture, catheter care, all these different things that you kind of need to know as a newly, newly qualified nurse. It's, I'll say it's been a bit harder to get my skills done is what I basically I'm trying to explain. But I would say in terms of um, personal development and work, I would say so far like... Um, being proactive and taking ownership of you know the responsibility for the results that I get has really helped me out in terms of seeking all the opportunities that I can get so if I see like if I see someone's doing something like I'll kind of ask if I can join in if I can help out to get that experience 
or like you know just putting myself out there making sure that i'm not just left to the way left to the wayside because you know how it's really busy nowadays like yeah you can, can kind of forget oh you're newly qualified and that you need support and you need to learn certain things so i think it's just good just even if it's like the beginning of the shift saying oh guys i need to learn how to do maybe insert an ng tube is there someone that's gonna if you if you have a patient that you know is gonna have one can you just call me can you just let me know so it's just about being proactive even before um before the shift begins so that people at least know okay cool this is what Lou's trying to accomplish how can we assist her in what she's trying to do and then I also say um building positive um professional relationships so in terms of like making sure that because the job that I do it's not a job that you can do alone you need to work with the MDT team you need to work with your fellow nurses so I think being able to build relationships even like with my like the pharmacists on the ward or like the um the um, managers or the doctors or every basically everyone that comes and works with us even the receptionists it's kind of good to build like a positive positive relationship with them because when you whenever you need them they can help you they can teach you things you didn't even know how to do like you just basically just learn a lot more from people who have you know other other experiences that you probably wouldn't normally come across so i think um that's really helped me out um with my development and then i'll also say um being committed to a lifelong learning experience so in terms of like yes i'm finished with uni but the learning doesn't stop at uni the learning carries on till the day you die so how can i learn how can i grow what classes can i go on what courses can i take in order to improve my um my skills as a nurse but that for me has really been something that's um been helpful in terms of personal development at work and then one last thing I would definitely say is um, having a healthy work-life balance in terms of like making sure that even yes I'm working but finding the time to also relax at home do things I actually enjoy doing I mean I enjoy work as well but do you know what I mean like it's different like doing things that kind of help you to relax your hobbies not like um, basically spending all your time thinking about work and working but taking that time off that you need as well is really important i hear that a hundred percent a lot of what you've touched on i had a video call on zoom with my education lead so i'm about to start on masters probably yeah by the time this is actually comes out um i would have been kind of well into my preparation and he was talking about everything you said literally about when you're entering a room you're working in a team you have to let other people know that look this is my intention this is where i am be have be honest and say okay this is my current knowledge this is where i want to go i want to know this and being proactive being proactive sorry communicating is key to that um another i think it was my current manager of the cardiac department said this and he's a very straight talking guy he's like if you don't ask you don't get Mm. and ever since he said that that mantra especially in the working environment i just tried to carry there's no real room to be um timid because that doesn't really get you to go where you need to go um and on the last point you mentioned about kind of the work-life balance in my mind now i don't know whether it's a good thing or bad thing but i'm still trying to work on it i have an understanding that there's never going to really be a perfect balance but i aim to find a balance within the imbalance if you Mm. understand what i mean so okay yes um if i'm working nine to five monday to friday of course the majority of my time is going to be taken up from work There'll be days or periods that, okay, I'm studying after work well past maybe six o'clock. Um, however, whilst my work is that strenuous or takes up that much of my time, when it's time to rest, I actually need to rest. Mm. I need to write it down in my journal or phone or my diary and commit to that because it's as important. I can't go back into work the next week and be um, my, my tank be empty and then that affects my communication with patients that I see or the staff that I'm working around and things like that so um, you really have to keep yourself accountable on that side as well so 100% agree with what you mentioned Don't move to podcast. on the kind of um, work life balance if you just carry on on that um, you mentioned the importance of rest and kind of 
delving in activities outside of work because at the end of the day work isn't everything for you what do those activities look like i'm always interested to find out about okay what do other people get up to outside of work i've <laughs> i've met um <laughs> some of my colleagues um i remember i was in a staff um just in a staff room chilling and then one person said to me it's like oh yeah um yeah i need to finish this thing for uni i was like uni i was like oh yeah i'm just um i'm about to finish my law degree i was like eh law degree (laughs) big big physiologist that's already specialized that is doing law degrees like oh yeah you know yeah i just want to go into policy i was like wow 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 it's like my my spirit came outside of my body now i was like and sat down in front of us like okay t we we need to be <laughs> maybe maybe it's time to level up what we do outside of um, work, but yeah, it amazes me. So for you, what activities do you get into? Type of thing outside work, um, stuff that I like to do. I love to read, so I've always been reading since I was very young. Um, I would say like. <sighs> I don't know what it is, but when I was in uni, I don't think I enjoyed reading as much as I did before uni. But I would say, yeah, me, me neither. I don't know. I think maybe it's just because when you're forced to kind of read, it's kind of like I'm doing enough reading enough anyway. Like I'm actually tired. <laughs> yeah. No. But I think since I've like qualified, I'm definitely be getting back into reading. So that's something that I really like to do. And then I also um, enjoy um, traveling as well. So obviously, the whole coronavirus thing has kind of ruined all my plans. Even this week, I was supposed to be in Dubai. But hey, wow. it's, it's, it's actually okay. But yeah, I love traveling. Traveling is like something that gives me life. It, it inspires me, encourages me. It kind of, you know, like when you feel like, um, when you feel like, for example, like your oxygen tank is low, like you, like mm. you can't really breathe. Like for me, when I travel, it kind of basically brings life back into me. It kind of um, fills up my oxygen tank it kind of inspires me encourages me motivates me so that's something that I really really enjoy and look forward to and then I also say podcasting is something like another passion of mine um obviously um not just the aspect of actually recording but I'll say the aspect of editing the aspect of listening to other podcasts learning from other podcasts um I'm very passionate about self-growth and self-improvement so I'm actually always on YouTube every single day watching something um if it's a video on how to maybe do my hair a certain way or how to um invest what to invest in there's always something that I'm watching I'm learning I'm growing from um that I think just because I feel like in life the best way to stay stagnant is to um not invest in yourself so I think even if it's on YouTube even if I'm watching something on YouTube I feel like an element of it a part of it has to be somewhat to do with self-growth and can actually help me in my journey um, of leveling up and becoming a better person so I think those are like the main things that I will say I spend the bulk of my time on because I'm always reading I'm always researching I'm always watching looking into stuff that I think can help me get to the next level and grow as a person and then I'll say fun wise before the whole lockdown thing I love to go to the gym in terms of not just go to the gym and actually exercise but the aspect i love is weightlifting so i enjoy lifting weights so i actually i'm not gonna lie i do miss going to the gym and lifting heavy weights because i actually really did enjoy that because i feel like it's somewhat like a release making you feel that like you're a strong person who can basically do whatever you do do whatever you put your mind into because you know how like I don't know if you know I don't know if you know but like obviously exercise and you know lifting weights it empowers you just it makes you just feel motivated so I think that's a different type of feeling yeah I don't know how to explain it's just I don't know it's just empowering really especially when you like hit targets that you never could hit before so yeah yeah, I do miss that aspect of my life as well but yeah that is another part I would say that I do outside work um it's kind of keep myself going but sometimes I do think to myself am I doing enough outside work when I think about like what other people are doing and I reflect I'm thinking um, is there are there other things that I could be getting involved with that you know that would kind of make me a better person help me have different experiences so yeah I think as like life starts to kind of adjust with coronavirus I'm definitely going to be looking into um volunteering with some different causes that i'm passionate about as well so yeah wow 
And I think you touched on something um, that was very important, comparison even within the things that we're doing that um, refuels us and is part of our rest. I too, like before the coronavirus, I would look forward to going to the gym. Um, sometimes I would even commit myself just to going in the morning because I knew that me going, even if I was doing a 30 minute session, the rest of the day I would feel invincible type of thing especially when okay the clinic's gonna be busy on this day there's gonna be ex-patients and blah 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 it will give me a kind of a new strength and you just feel good yes there's the muscle soreness and things like that but like you mentioned seeing that okay this is a new um weight i can lift and stuff like that um just gives you something to build on outside of you know your, your normal day-to-day but have you dealt with comparison um type of thing is that something that has kind of something you've encountered a lot on this journey of personal development definitely i'll say um like i said as someone who's really passionate about self-development and growth and learning like i feel like there's always going to be an element of comparison in terms of seeing like what's everyone else doing am i where i need to be am i where i need to go but I think um, what I can only do at this point is compare myself to what I was like before. So if I can look back this time last year, what was I doing? What was I like? What did I know? What skills did I have? If I am better off, then I'm happy with myself. I'm okay with myself. Because at the end of the day, everyone's journey is different. And just because it seems to you like someone's got a lot on their plate, someone has their life together, doesn't necessarily mean that that's the case. So I think you have to just look inward and think, what what do I want out of life what am I doing with myself and have I actually improved from you know a month ago a year ago a week ago and if that's the case then you really have nothing to worry about Um, but what would you say like your experiences are with comparison because I know it's something that a lot of people face nowadays um so my my experiences with comparison on the work side um have been this so as of recording, I'm 23 and in my department, I'm like one of the youngest people everywhere I've been literally since I've kind of entered the cardiology, the, the NHS, I've always been either a student or now that I'm not a student um, or soon will be, um, I've always been the youngest. Also, at the same time, kind of me having my own goals and knowing that this is what I want to do, etc is very easy or it has been in, in certain instances very easy to compare myself to other people because as you probably know once you get to know your staff that you're working with people don't wear their ages on their forehead mm. people it's just you just see roles you know this person does this, this person does that so when you're wanting to develop when you're wanting to build certain skills or get to a next um post and you're wondering why this opportunity hasn't come yet it's very easy to look to your left and look to your right and see what oh that person is doing this now oh this person is doing this i've been here longer than that person and now they're here or now they're doing this um so on that side that's kind of how it's impacted me but what you've mentioned um what i like to do as well um the things that I try to do outside of work, whether it be reading, listening to music, podcasting, meditation and stuff like that, it all revolves around me being more mindful about my thoughts, my feelings, my actions. Mm. And that kind of brings me back into the healthy space of talking to myself and saying, look, this is where I am. This is where I was. Where I am now is not where I was before. So that's a that's a benefit. That's a good thing. And it reminds me that, okay, yes, I'm on my own lane. I'm creating my own path. My story, my legacy is not going to be the same as the next person. Where they've got to is great. But in my own time, I'm going to get to wherever I need to get to. I just need to focus on trumping myself rather than looking at other people and trumping them. Um, Because, again, I, I don't really look at life as, oh, I'm in a race. I'm racing against other people. My path is set the challenge is me actually carving out my my own path my own destiny being authentic remaining authentic um, and challenging myself to again beat the tea that I was yesterday type of thing rather than looking at other people Um, and similarly on the kind of outside of work side 
even when it comes to things like podcasting or my performance in the gym or um, me developing skills um, as a creative producer on the art side or visual side I just try to balance gaining inspiration from people and admiring people because sometimes that's been a gateway to comparison at first you can see someone you can rate what they're doing oh right that person's doing this i really like them they're unique etc but if left unchecked that can lead to comparison so again i just need to remain mindful sometimes i, I journal i just be i just kind of develop a habit of being flexible with how i choose to um uh, engage in this the mindfulness um, that I do through different activities mm. and yeah just have always checking in on myself the more I do it the more frequent I do it the less likely I am going to compare myself to other people Adulting with tea podcast <laughs> definitely I can completely agree with what you're saying um, and then I also say um, you have to just learn how to just appreciate yourself for who you are as at now um, that's like something that is core to personal development because if you can't appreciate who you are now um there's no like there's nothing that you're basically going to achieve that will help you to appreciate yourself like you're always going to be striving always going to want to be better always going to be growing so if you can't even appreciate yourself as you are now it's going to be very difficult for you to later on still appreciate yourself because you're never going to be happy at the end of the day and then I'll also say um, like confidence is like the foundation of everything in terms of confidence in yourself and your abilities, confidence in knowing that whatever you need to do or whatever you want to do, you will accomplish. Uh, I think it's very important because it's all well and good saying, oh, this is where I want to be in this amount of time. But are you confident enough to believe, it, believe in yourself that you can get there and you have the the um, resources you have the ability you have the um you have the motivation and dedication to get to where you need to go so yeah that is really really important um yeah in terms of personal development like on a personal wise personal level as well um but yeah i know it is very difficult especially when you see people around you um even people your age accomplishing things that you think oh like why am i not at this stage by now like the other day yeah. i was watching this video this girl's saying oh how she bought a house at 21 i was speaking to myself <laughs> when i was at 21 <laughs> what was i doing at 21 <laughs> where was i <laughs> as new said what were, what were you doing where were you at 21 literally that's yeah. <laughs> that's how i was feeling and it's just like you know like like i said everyone's journey is different and as long as I'm not where I st where I was at 21, I'm okay. You see what I mean? Like, as long as I'm yeah. actually growing and I'm better off as a person, like, it's actually fine. I'm still going to get out at one point. So yeah. it's nothing to, like, be, um, feel bad about, basically, is what I'm saying. Cool. So we've kind of touched on the next topic already, kind of tools of development. So one thing you mentioned was confidence. Uh, beyond that in terms of okay our, our toolkit our, what's going to be in our arsenal to kind of build our personal development um, you mentioned confidence has there been anything else that you've seen value in kind of holding or carrying when you enter the workforce or when you're doing your other um, creative endeavors um one thing i would also say is um making sure that my goals are my goals in terms of are my goals things that I want to accomplish or is it something else or is it something someone else has basically said I should do or something else that I've looked at someone else and said oh this is the right way to go this is what you need to do like because I feel like it's really difficult to um to have perseverance to achieve goals that aren't yours so you need to make sure that you own your goals make sure that your goals are things that you genuinely actually want for yourself and even in that i would also say um we can often have like fears and um yeah we can have fears um related to achieving goals um in terms of like fears of the unknown fears of failing fears of rejection and i would say to name your fear and 
question them so like why do I feel this way and then also use your fears as things to work on as well so like wherever it is that you feel like you need to improve on or you know work on like you know just break into small steps and like you know small tasks that you can do on a day-to-day basis to work on you know making sure that those fears kind of go away eventually but um and then but um, I was gonna say that it (laughs) fear something that like I've struggled with in terms of fear of failing because I think to myself oh what if I do all this and I still don't get to where I need to get to or what if I don't succeed but then I think of all the people that have accomplished great things failure has always been a part of their story and that failure is okay like it's not failure is not the problem failure the, the 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 issue is how you deal with the failure that you encounter so that you should like always be prepared for like any obstacle because in life there's always going to be an obstacle there's always going to be something that comes along but just make sure that you're prepared in yourself for whatever may come your way is really important important and then i'll also say and like another two things that like really helped me out is um so i have this method that i use called the abcd method of um, goal setting and that's basically on a day-to-day basis that's how i kind of um set my priorities and make sure that i accomplish the things that i need to accomplish um in terms of like knowing what's important what i need to do first and just prioritizing really so like a is obviously the most like the highest priority b is like it's like a medium priority and then c is like lower priority and then d is like to delegate to someone else so something that i can basically give someone else to do and then e is stuff that i can eliminate like tasks that i actually really don't need to do that have no consequences basically and i think it's important to um to kind of prioritize the things you need to do because you know people say to you oh 24 hours a day you know <laughs> like is is, is the yeah. 24 hours we have in a day is that really enough and yes it is enough because if you think about the priorities that you have you can definitely accomplish what you need to do but if you just think if you don't really plan if you don't really prioritize of course you're gonna feel like your day is not enough of course you're gonna always you know have to rush things at the end of the day and not be able to accomplish all you need to accomplish so i think it's really important to just um set aside the things that have negative consequences negative consequences if you don't um do them that are really important and the things that you know are not are still important but not as important and then the things that are actually things that it'll be nice if i do it but there's no like negative consequences and just make sure that the, the you're doing the high you know the high high priority things first and um yeah just prioritizing the high priority things first um and then i'll also say in terms of actually doing those t- those tasks something that really helps me out is the um i can't really say this word so forgive me but it's the pom- pomodoro technique, oh, where, pomodoro technique. Yeah. yeah where obviously I, i'm pretty sure you know about it don't you yeah i still use that still yeah use so maybe you want to explain a bit about that since you know um so that. how how i use it is um for for studying really or um, on the creative side that for some reason <laughs> i can go hours and hours without kind of looking at times or whatnot but yeah the pomodoro technique you would literally spend 20 25 minutes maybe on your task and then after that you would have five minute break preferably you'd walk away or kind of move away from your workstation and then you'll resume work for another 20-25 minutes and over time you can extend that period um, to whatever um, kind of comforts you and kind of works for your your workflow yeah Um, has that been similar to how you've used it yeah basically that's how i use that and i think it's really beneficial for me because i do i'm I'm someone that gets fed up quite quickly (laughs) so like i don't like i get bored like i don't like to be working on the same thing for a long period of time because i'll just get really tired so it really helps me staying motivated helping me to be productive and you know less stressed about the situation and to actually be less distracted and then one final thing i'll mention is obviously the whole like you know social media and all the distractions that you know hinder us from affecting our uh, not affecting from like achieving our goals um i would say for me um 
I do like to have my social media detoxes. I do like to delete apps frequently. <laughs> so sometimes people will message me and be like, oh, why haven't you replied? It's because I've, <laughs> I've actually deleted Instagram. That's why. <laughs> my, my account is gone. My account is gone. <laughs> I'm, sure you think, you think you, I'm sure you message me sometimes. You think to yourself, like, why is this girl taking two, three days to reply? It's genuine because I don't have the app on my phone. And that is that is my explanation to why. No, I, I 100% rate that, to be honest. And I do the same thing. And it's difficult when you're kind of people trying to reach you or maybe I go back on Instagram or something and then they've sent me something and I have to be like, oh, sorry, um, I can't see it anymore because I haven't been on there for about four days. But I have to do it because for me, I value social media and the benefits you can get from it. However, for me personally, staying on there for too long can have a detriment on me. And all of these things which we talked about um, leaving behind in terms of fear in terms of comparison these are things that can just easily grow within you um from my experience anyway just being on social media in addition to just clogging up your mind with a lot of um information which may not necessarily be beneficial to where you need to go so i see it within my kind of uh regime as something that i do quite regularly in addition to unfollowing a lot of people type of thing like, i hope people don't get take it personally or whatnot but <laughs> it's like the same way that i don't know on my shelf i don't keep the same books type of thing i move i move them i may put something up there i may you know I'm, this week i'm onto a, a next book i may not want to see it certain particular content in a certain season that i'm in or that i'm working towards um, um a certain goal or working on a certain project or i may be going some through something and i want to see more of this rather than that so this is how i, I kind of learn to be a, b- a bit flexible and just protect myself as well my yeah. mental health my mental well-being because without that <laughs> success personal development what is that is that even a possible for you to achieve if you're not in the right mental space mm. podcast. <laughs> yeah. and beyond what you've mentioned in terms of me kind of contributing to kind of the advice that we can give to people and, and things that i've used myself that i carry in my kind of personal development tool bag if you will it's just um challenging myself so kind of off understanding that fear is false evidence appearing real that's mm. what i try to imagine fear to actually be when i'm thinking or i am feeling that i'm fearful of a certain situation or if i'm in a public environment be at work or outside of work i'll set myself targets i'll say okay i'm going to this place or i'm doing this today i'm going to do x y and z to push myself out of my comfort zone I'm not going to think about it or dull over it too long because if I do, I'm just going to end up not doing it. So I'll throw myself in a situation and I'll just see how, how I am and then things normally get better. Or I can say, oh, look, I've done this today. Next week, I'm going to do this for um, something else to kind of just make sure I'm always trying to just not rest in my comfort zone. Um, and another point would just be accountability so having people along the journey that can understand where i'm going what i want to do what i want to achieve to have drop-ins and communicate with them um, whether that be friends or people at work um, and they can say oh yeah so you're doing this project or you said you were doing this you said you were gonna stay behind work and help out with this or, or do this how's that been going along have you um, been doing well with it do you need support um, are you on track people to check in on you to kind of bounce back bounce ideas off to make sure that your mind or how you're pursuing something is in the right manner has helped me a lot and it's something that i I try to maintain on the professional side and also on um, the creative side as well yeah that's really important i completely agree with you 100 and the last thing that we have to talk about here that um we spoke about was the value which i think kind of nicely um transitions is the value of friendship and family Mm. um (laughs) and how (laughs) this this is a very sticky one or a very interesting uh, topic how family um 
can um, change or have changed family friendship circles have changed and most importantly how we've dealt with such change um as we've progressed as we're progressing and moving um and growing up how's that been like for you how's that journey been like um i'd say um where i probably experienced this the most was after i finished secondary school and then i moved to america um with my family in terms of like losing okay. friendships like i lost i say i lost a lot of friendships after secondary school um in terms of like friendships that you know were somewhat one-sided uh, that really didn't enhance me that didn't really add to me friendships that i felt like had somewhat toxic elements to them and i i felt like because of the kind of person that i was in secondary school like i just felt yes i didn't want to lose these friends but partly the reason why was because i ended up changing so much after secondary school that like the kind of friendships that i would have then would not serve me um, as a person now and for me it was a thing where I, I'm not gonna lie, I really struggled with losing friends in terms of like you know having people not really talk to you as much as they would obviously I mean when you like move for, to a different country it's quite difficult to keep in contact contact with people but you know we had social media we had phones so really there was no excuse not to keep in touch but um, I felt like the, the first couple of months when I was abroad like I was definitely like you know staying up at night to like speak to my friends or like uh, yeah, do you know what i mean like the time just, difference yeah the time difference biggie. yeah just ma- trying to like basically like i sent like long emails explaining my journey explaining how i was feeling like you know like wow. obviously just making sure that i was keeping in touch with my friends and yeah. don't get me wrong like they did you know kind of help out and they did kind of respond here and then you know just try to be, be supportive because obviously when you move to a new country you're not really you don't really have many friends in the new country but as time went on the communication just went like basically went down and just eventually the you know the relationship just kind of fizzled out and when i did move back um i did you know i did have some a few friends that i did keep in touch with but it just wasn't the same and i don't know how to explain it just wasn't the same like a lot of time had just gone by that like even with like trying to like keep in touch with people trying to message people like just the, becomes difficult doesn't yeah, it yeah like we, we're all at different stages of our lives the vim is not there anymore like the i really don't have time expired expired you know? vim <laughs> like, <I don't, laughs> hey, that's a good title to <laughs> said expired vim. Fam, expired. i don't even have the time you know i don't have the time i don't have the energy so for me because i'm someone that's quite like i do put a lot of effort into my friendships if you're not putting the effort like just be honest me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go out of my way basically so what i quickly learned was that you just kind of just have to let things go like if you know like we can't it's like it's like a relationship really like a romantic relationship if you find that your 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 partner's not putting any effort to you is not trying to be romantic is not trying to be there for you as a person eventually you're just gonna get fed up and just let it go and just leave it so in the same way you know in a friendship if you feel like you're the one doing all the doing all the work checking up on the person um trying to organize you know um opportunities link for you guys ups. to meet and link ups and stuff like that like eventually you're just gonna get tired and just you know i couldn't be bothered and i just had enough and what then did actually happen was obviously starting uni over here um and then obviously being in uni in america i ended up making more friends that i really didn't even <laughs> sorry to say it this way I didn't really also I didn't really need the friends that I made in secondary school in terms of like like the friendships that I ended up having in university kind of like what's the word superseded superseded the um the level of friendships that I could have ever dreamed of as a 16 year old finishing secondary school so and that's yeah. normally the case exactly. because think about it we're older we're more experienced we're more mature um so it doesn't mean that those past relationships didn't hold value it's just the value that they had it's just no longer needed for the space you are now and that's an honest conversation we need to have within ourselves because how many people are we going to take along with us to each stage of our life type of thing i think it will be very impractical if 
everybody that you knew when you were younger you would have the same type of relationship as you um, did then now type of yeah. thing things change you change so you need to assess what is going to benefit you and who can you be a benefit to as well because a mm. relationship is is two people at the end of the day um and yeah so a hundred uh, i definitely un- understand what your what, what you said and don't get me wrong like um i'm not saying just completely get rid of all your friends <laughs> that you've known for years because t- trust me i have friends that i've basically known for almost 20 years now so i wouldn't say to get rid of your long friendships but what i would say is to sit down and reflect and evaluate the people that are in your life your core people so i do we have i have like different friendship levels in terms of there's friends that i probably speak to once a year but there's like there's no harm feeling there there's no like do you know what i mean like there's no like it's not like oh because yeah. i don't like you. there's no past side that's just how it is that's yeah that's nature. just how it is but my core my core group of friends the people that like have the most impact on me i do really sit back and i evaluate like who actually need to who is who needs to be there who actually has impacted my life in a positive way who 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 actually supports me who actually encourages me who actually prays for me who are the people that actually i feel like yes these are people that i can really count on when things go wrong and that to me has really honestly changed my life in terms of knowing that i have a core group of friends that basically will be there no matter what friends that when i was in uni didn't have no money um basically didn't have you could could even afford food that their mum cooked like a bunch of food and brought it to my house for me you know friends that when i went through my breakup who were who was all the way from i was we were going through my breakup i was in niger during my breakup going through my breakup they were on the phone to me for hours different you know like just different honestly just different 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 um different experiences different things that friends have done for me that i couldn't you know you just you just i couldn't there's no way like i'm just so grateful like I, i can't explain how um how thankful i am for the people that i have in my life um, and I think it's just really important to make sure that, you know, you don't have people in your life that are holding you back, that are negative towards you, that are toxic towards you, you need people that really actually are there for you. You need basically your tribe, people that people that stand for you, people that, you know, <laughs> are your supporters, people that you also can support as well, people that basically just just make this life easier to live. Because I feel like a life without friends is just in my opinion it's just a very sad life like i can't imagine not having my friends in my life because i think to myself like when i'm going through things when i want to have fun even my, t- my my friends that i like i go out to party with like just having friends that you can just enjoy and do life with like what would be the fun what would be the point in life if you didn't, if you didn't have friends to to do things with yeah so yeah I'll say that's really been my journey with friendships and the thing is that people don't really talk about people talk about oh um how to deal with a romantic breakup but no one really talks about friendship breaks breakups and the yeah. thing is they're even like they're probably as painful as romantic breakups so I used to think myself like oh is, this, is there something wrong with me like what have I done why are people not putting an effort with me why are people why have these friendships fizzled out why don't I have any friends but I just sat down and I just prayed to God I said God I want you to bring like proper friendships into my life friends that I can count on friends that will support me friends that motivate me that inspire me that call me out on my bullshit when I'm I'm, I'm, I'm doing things I shouldn't be doing friends that just just make a difference into my life friends that i can say that in 5 10 20 years that you know like these are still my friends these are people that still impact my life these are people that i still want around me that's what i really needed yeah. and it took um I'm sorry for the word purging but it did took a, it took a lot of purging of people that weren't really um beneficial mm, refining that, refining that's it people that weren't really um people that really didn't need to be in my life it took a lot of them leaving away for me to really sit down and evaluate what i really needed in my life and yes you may not have a million friends but the friends that you do have what do they do for you what 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 role do they play in your life basically um what's something that you mentioned um kind of played in my mind was this do you think about in terms of let's say you want to get married or this is what i this is what i think about um and it kind of helps me in, t- in terms of making myself accountable to who i aspire to bring into my life as well as 
the people already in my life so i'm a young man that wants to get married one day right mm -hmm. normally people get married you'll have okay uh your your boys and then your, your wife will have the the bridesmaids and i think of that picture and i think to myself hmm right now who's in that picture mm. <clears throat> who can i say in x amount of years when um, I'm starting a family that's going to be the godparents of my children. It's not an issue that there may not be X amount of people there now, but I kind of keep myself mindful of these things. So when the time comes for that, I'm not in a space of, oh, there isn't this person, there isn't this person, but it's more of, okay, yes, I'm, um, I'm hoping that this relationship can go down this this lane with this person as we support each other together in terms of where we both want to go. Um, so it kind of makes me accountable because it's easy to think that, okay, now these people, yeah, this is just these friendships, it just may be this, but later down the line, it could be something different. So that's how I try to kind of think through things. And that prayer that you've prayed only God knows the amount of times I've done that type of thing, being 100% honest that, Lord, like, I want to have genuine friendships. I want to have people that pray for me or ride for me as much as I ride for them type of thing. I'm a very kind of given person type of thing. If anybody has kind of um, met me or kind of interacted with me, I'm the type of person that once I know what you're doing and I see how I can help you, I'm a type of person just, just to kind of throw you things or give my support and all the ways that I can mm. or if you, you're doing something I can connect you with somebody else and all this type of stuff but being that person having that trait it can be sometimes difficult when you don't always get that back and your heart can even harden type of thing definitely but that isn't the best way to go about things because if you do that with every single person you meet how are you ever going to meet those people that will be able to reciprocate the energy that you give out um, so I think it all comes back to mindfulness and how I would like to kind of wrap the podcast um, would be this having um, a call of action so in your mind now out of all the things we've spoken about from personal de development be it from work be it on the creative side be it when we're talking about rest or friendships or the tools of personal development that we, we that we carry what call of action would you give the people listening to the podcast now to take away from this to do develop and maintain what would be those things hmm. um i feel like some as someone that's really big on reflecting and reflections one thing that i would definitely say is just to reflect on whatever it is you're going through and the lessons that you can learn from it because i feel like in a journey of personal development it's just always key to sit back and just reflect on you know the opportunities the challenges the obstacles you know the good the good and the bad times um just because if you don't reflect on you know what has been how do you know where you want to go how do you know what you you've gained out of something how do you know um how do you know how do you know your growth how do you know your like how do you know where you want your journey to be so i do think it's just really important to um reflect um and then i would just say in terms of um the friendship thing i'll just say just validate your feelings and another thing i would say is don't like wait for like closure don't force closure um that it's that it's not it's not every time you're gonna get a, a, a proper reason as to why a friendship you know or even like a family member has kind of not like you know put in the effort or done what they need to do or you know or try to maintain a relationship with you but as long as you just make sure that you're um you're good as in like you on your part you've done everything that you need to do um you can just move on and you can just you can just be okay you can just be at peace knowing that you've done all you need to do and try and seek support elsewhere yeah that is what i'll definitely um recommend for me i would say um this is kind of um a strategy i picked up 
for my psychology lecturer. So often when we're kind of give each other advice or trying to take on the things that we want to do to get better, um, this is something that we can do. So I would say, imagine that there's a person outside of you that has your current situation. Um, that person has told you what they're going through, which is actually you, um, what they're going through, their current environment, what they're not happy with, where they want to go. And the advice that you would the advice that the person would want type of thing it being your own situation what would you tell that other person what would you tell that other person to do because often it's easier to say and to look out and point and say oh yeah you're going through this just do that but then it's harder to actually learn and actually apply that to our own lives so assess your life from an external perspective. Take yourself out of the equation, take your bias out of the equation and assess and see, is this the life I'm living? Is this the life that I would want for um, another loved one of mine, uh, one of my, my friends, my, my family? If it isn't, then the steps, the advice, the tips that we've talked about, these can be valuable things that you can use to level up, to upgrade, to build your own personal development. Because at the end of the day, there's a very few people that are gonna ride for you how you ride for yourself type of thing. Mm. You're the ambassador of your own brand. You're the CEO of, of your own life type of thing. You have to take these steps and you have to be focused on mastery to get the best desired outcome. Without that, it's gonna be very difficult to be successful. Without that, it's gonna be very easy to fall into comparison, to be a victim of fear, etc. So I would say take yourself out of your situation and look inward from an outward perspective and see, okay, is this what I want to, if it's not, make practical changes. Wow. So before we go, I would just like to say this has been a very powerful episode. <laughs> um, from a personal development perspective, from a perspective of, you know, I've been listening to your podcast even before I started that type of thing as I mentioned earlier um, it's something that I've written down and said okay one day I'm gonna do um, a podcast with level up with Lou and and it's finally happened so yeah this is big for me and so I appreciate you taking out the time spending a little bit of your uh, annual leave with me uh, this <laughs> afternoon <laughs> type of thing um, so yeah I really appreciate it do you have anything um, to add or any last words no, I just wanted to say thank you for having me on. Um, I really enjoyed this. Like I could talk for hours and hours about all these different things, but I know your um, <laughs> your audience probably don't want to hear me talking for hours. <laughs> but no, I really honestly enjoyed being on here, and I do really hope to have you on my podcast as well. But yeah, yeah thank no, you so sure. much. Appreciate you. I appreciate it. Okay, guys, as always, stay safe, keep it locked. God bless. Thanks. Bye, guys. And then also check out my podcast as well, Level Up with Lou as well. Yeah, go check that out. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.